Welcome to the 1% Club. If you guys want access to all my MMA plays and tell exactly what I'm doing, make sure you join the Discord by clicking the link in the description below. What's up guys, welcome back to a little special episode, a little breakdown episode of the 1% Club podcast. Today we are going to be breaking down... Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. Big fight, obviously, it's just like they're complete polar opposites. Uh, you look at Anderson Silva, had a, a huge uh, huge rise in MMA, been around for a long, long time, and then obviously 5-0 Jake Paul. The weight is at uh, 187 pounds, 187, which also happens to be the California Penal Code for murder. I just learned that right now. Things you learn in the U.S. The question is, who's going to get murdered? Uh, I think right now uh, the betting odds are a slight favorite. Anderson Silva at 140, and I got to be honest with you, that's about where I would put it at. But he got minus 140 odds on a 47-year-old man. Yeah, but he's got all the experience in the world, doesn't he? He's got all the experience of the world. So let's, just, let's break this down from a couple different things. From a technical standpoint, from a who's better who's got more experience, Who's who knows how to box better, I don't think this is even close. I think Anderson Silva is the far superior technical boxer. And I believe, you know, I could be wrong here, but I believe that he's trained with the, like, the Olympic team. And I, listen, I know, I know Anderson Silva has been with high-level strikers, not just kickers, but high-level boxers training with these guys for a very, very long time. And we're talking about a guy in Jake Paul. Will you, will you go down, I'll scroll down here and click on, uh, I want to see that Tyron Woodley fight, where that fight, I think that ended in the sixth round. Am I wrong there? Tyron Woodley, right hook in the sixth round. God damn, I'm good. Uh, two minutes, 12 seconds into the sixth round, and then he took Woodley to a split decision. The fight before that, I think if you put Anderson in there, listen, first of all, first of all, one of the things that, that Jake Paul's never had to deal with is somebody that is longer than him, right? So look at this. We see Woodley twice. Woodley's 5'7 at best. Uh, Askren doesn't matter how tall he is because he doesn't know how to use his range. Nate Robinson and this other dude. Uh, Forget they, them. They don't matter. Yeah, they don't matter. They don't know how to box. So for the first time, Jake Paul, for the first time he's going to fight somebody, I'm sure he's dealt with, you know, high-level the one thing that people don't give Jake Paul credit for, and we posted this reel not too long ago, and people give him so much shit saying he's bad for the sport. And I I said this in the reel. I, I can't disagree more. I think he's good for the sport. Anytime that you can bring extra eyeballs on your sport, I think it's a good thing. And the one thing these guys don't get credit for is if you watch their YouTube, if you watch their lead up, these guys, and I say these guys, I mean him and his brother, you know, but specifically Jake, he's a better boxer than his brother. He puts in real work against real boxers. He is not afraid to get hurt. He's not afraid to get knocked out. He's putting in real, real, real hard work. Combat sports work. Now, you're going against a 47-year-old man that's been doing that for 25-plus years. You know, So as far as a technical aspect, Anderson is the better. He's the better, and it's not even close in my opinion. Uh, I think he's gonna he, he's gonna know how to deal with power. He's gonna know how to deal with range. Uh, he's gonna know how to deal with the jab. You know what I mean? Like these are basic things that a lot of that Ben Askren doesn't know how to deal with. That Nate Robinson doesn't know how to deal with. Right? That Tyron Woodley 
doesn't know how to deal with. Anderson Silva at one point, I don't think this is I don't think this is inaccurate to say. At a certain point in combat sports history, I think it would have been safe to say that Anderson Silva was the best striker on planet Earth. Tell me I'm wrong. I think you couldn't disagree with that. At one point, you could say Anderson Silva was the best striking human being on this planet. We're talking about stand up, punches, kicks, elbows, knees. You could throw whatever boxer you want in there with him. Whatever karate guy you want in there, I think Anderson Silva at one point was the best striker on planet Earth. And it's just hard for me to fathom a guy that's 5-0, and that's putting in you know some hard work. Like It's just hard to make up that time, right? Now, how, how, old, is, uh, how old is Jake? He's, he's younger. I know this. He's uh, 25. 25. He'll be 26 by the time this fight takes place, or close to it at least. That's... A couple things ring ring out to me. One, that's you're not quite to your prime, but you're damn close athletically, you know. And he's a big he's a big kid. This fight is 187 pounds. We talked about that. He's a big kid, 6'1", 74 inch reach going against 6'2", 77 and a half inch reach. But I just I don't know if he's going to be able to deal with the range, the stance switching, the range. Anderson's been boxing from Southpaw sometimes too, you know. And he just boxed a legitimate boxer in Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Now, did that boxer come in shape? No, but that's not Anderson's problem, you know. Obviously, dusted T Ortiz, which is what he should do. And what's your power do you retain into your power? Is the always the last thing to go. What you're going to lose is you're going to lose recovery and you're going to lose speed. If if and that's for me that are, the the matchup here is not Anderson versus Jake Paul. The matchup is speed and power on the Jake Paul side versus experience and technique on the Anderson Silva side, right? Like you you've been in the gym. Like how many how many kids do we have that are younger, stronger, and more athletic than me that I'll still just piece up all day just because I'm that much better than them? So that's what we're trying to judge. Is does the speed, power, cardio, recovery, all that of youth, does that going to supersede Anderson's technique and his experience? And I just, I, I don't think it will. I don't think it will. And if you remember in the last Jake Paul fight, uh, Woodley hurt him. Woodley hurt him. I, I, I could be crazy. I could be crazy, but Woodley hurt him. I think and he wobbled you, him. I think he yeah. rolled back onto the ropes or whatever yeah. at some point. And if you put Anderson Silva in that same scenario... I think he gets a finish there. He he's a sniper and he's he's not easy to hit clean. That's the biggest thing is in is like when we're comparing Woodley to Anderson, you know, because really we don't have that's the problem with Jake Paul is we really don't have a, a frame of reference. There's not a big sample size to understand the matchup, really, right? So I'm trying to compare Tyron Woodley to Anderson Silva, which is like ap- apples and astronauts, you know, it's just completely different things. But Woodley is short, and his defense is a very high guard, right? Anderson is going to be more on the elusive side, harder to hit clean. And we're talking about a gross motor-skilled fighter versus a fine motor-skilled fighter to where Anderson is going to be moving around Jake Paul, where Jake Paul is going to be more trying to implement his physical attributes on Anderson. So for me, it's it's the the speed and power versus the experience and technique in this in this. Uh, in this context, I personally, I find it hard to believe that Jake Paul is going to be able to, to, I guess the important thing is, is how many rounds is this? And I believe it is an eight round. Eight rounds. And I, I, dude, 
listen, I, Anderson's been training for 20, 30 years. He's been doing eight-rounders. He knows how to pace a fight. He knows how to last eight rounds. I think the only way that Jake Paul wins this fight is if he knocks Anderson Silva out. Is that possible? Absolutely. But with the big gloves, you know, I just... It, it, Anderson is a very elusive guy. This is not MMA. It, it's a very different sport. I just I don't I don't know if I see it, man. Like, you know, if Jake knocks him out, I'd be I'd be shocked. Just check back to the Woodley fight, because it's something that I really struggle to wrap my head around, especially the fact that he knocked Woodley out. If I look back on Woodley's UFC career, his MMA career. Yes. He wasn't a terrible striker. No, 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 not at all. That, that's another thing. People, are like, oh, he no, he did not suck. He was a good. He knocked out Robbie Lawler. I mean, he, dude, you know, he, he caught Robbie Lawler, which was great. Don't get me wrong. He's got power. But like, I mean, he he stood for periods of time with Wonderboy. With Wonderboy, yeah, dropped Wonderboy multiple times. Uh, it just it, it just puzzled me. I I, I couldn't. I could, Vicente Luque. It, the math in my head didn't just work out when he when Jake Paul knocked him out. Like it made me kind of believe. Are you on the fixed bandwagon? Are you on, like people say that to me? It's. Go to the reel. Go to go to the reel. Go to the reel, and you'll see it. It's fixed. People say it's fixed. He took a dive. He pays his guys. To lose. I dude, listen. If I'm Tyron, I just I refuse to believe that uh, that was a fixed fight. If I'm Tyron Woodley, there's so many ways to lose that fight better than getting ten years knocked out of your brain. Like, there's there's videos on YouTube on this. What is proof? It was fixed? Oh, I can't. Watch him pick up his hand to defend himself. Wait, wait watch this from the beginning. Bro, that's a, that's a, that is a question mark punch. Like he shows low. Where, where, are, we, where are we seeing this? He, hold on a second. So we're watching the video. Can you post this video to what we're, what we're yeah, watching? Yeah, yeah, I can reach Okay, so what they're not showing you, I've, I've seen a couple different videos about this. What they're not showing you is the entire fight, the entire six rounds, Jake Paul took that right hook to the body. The entire six rounds, he took that hook to the body. Watch it. Go go over and over. And when he throws that, Woodley tries to drop his elbow to block the body. It's very common. It's a common setup in boxing. Like, this is not, this is horseshit to me. Where I was going with it was, it made me believe that he's better than I thought he was. I do think he's better than what people think. So I think, with this, dude, we talked about this with Jimmy. People... They look at the personality before they look at the skill set. And I think that's exactly what's happening with Jake Paul is people look at his abrasive personality first, and then they look at his skill set next. It, he, he is a good boxer. So, and this is just kind of where it really messes up, messes up my head. Because I watched his first amateur fight. He fought KSI's younger brother. And in the first couple of rounds, he kind of got his ass handed to him. Yeah. It was the improvement that you can make in the space of maybe two, three years where you get to a point where you can knock out someone who Wonderboy couldn't knock out. For me, it just, yeah. the math in my head was super difficult to... That's what I'm saying. These guys put in real work with real boxers and they have all the money and resources to do it all day, every day. And then not only am I not saying that he's not doing the work, it's the time. You know, your hours, your hours count as much as like anything, you know what I mean? Your hours count as much as how hard you work. And I just thought there's no way in this period of time, like even, I think I remember when I saw the line, I think Woodley was only a slight favorite in the first fight. And then I think it was very close to a pick in the second, or maybe even Jake Paul might've been a favorite. I can't really remember. I don't remember the lines. But I remember the first time that he fought Woodley, I fucking played Woodley like a, like a moron. Yeah, I played Jake both times. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, did you, how did you justify play, playing him in the first? 
the volume, the volume. Like if you look at if you look at Woodley's last few his last few losses in his in his UFC career, it wasn't because of lack of skill, it was a lack of volume. Like he just shuts down and, and goes defensive. Like, dude, go look at the stats. Like pull up the stats from his last four or five losses in the UFC. He's got zero volume. It's it's like Yoel Romero. You know, it's he's all he's got all the skill in the world, but it's hard to win a fight when you're throwing six punches around. You know what I mean? Like, and that that's the only reason. And dude, once again, we just talked about it. Jake is gonna like he's not gonna get tired. He's putting in real work. I thought over the period of either fight with Woodley that Woodley was gonna be savvy enough to set a trap to knock him out. That's what I thought. And I think in the second fight we saw that. But dude, Jake, I mean, Jake, Jake proved a lot of people wrong. He, you know, to show that he's got some heart. He's got some durability to him. He's athletic. I think he's strong. I think he hits hard. He's got a good jab. He's got a really good jab. And uh there's one more comparison that I do want to note. People are like, how come he's not fighting the good guys? Pull up this guy named uh, Canelo Alvarez. You don't have to pull him up. But if you do pull him up, you're going to find that his first five opponents were not near the caliber of Jake Paul's first five opponents. Not near. So don't tell me he's not fighting anybody good. I mean, he's fought a former world champion twice. Uh, a, a, another high-level fighter. You know, is he good at boxing? No, he's not good at boxing. But he just signed on to fight a guy that, at one point, was the best damn striker on the planet Earth. Don't tell me this dude's not testing himself. He's young and he's doing the right things in in boxing, in my opinion, to grow his brand. And he's challenging himself. I mean, dude, Anderson Silva is not a good fight for him. It does no, no good no. for him. But you know, there are, there's the question of the age and like the thing with with Jake and his career and his boxing career as it's going to go from here. It's it's always going to be there has to be a certain marriage between the name and the skill level, or the name and the danger factor. Yeah. So Anderson has a great name, and then obviously you'd be, you you could tell me you you'd know better than me, but I I you'd think at 47 and a half years old, nearly 48 that there's a very limited danger factor. I know he'd fucking knock me out, but what I'm saying is, you know, if, if this guy is training six days a week, surely he should be able to not get knocked out by a, an old Anderson Silva. Well, I You disagree. would think. I disagree with that. I think he can get knocked out by him. If Tyron Woodley can hurt him, Anderson Silva can hurt him. And he's not under USADA anymore. Not saying anything. <laughs> not saying anything. But... I'm not not saying anything either. Like, and he should, uh, dude. Jake's on some shit too. I'm sure. You know what I mean? Like, let them both do it. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. That's this fight is not going to be won or lost in that. You know, like I don't. I'm guessing they're both on something. I don't know. How do you see this playing out? I think Anderson's going to uh, point him. I think Anderson's either going to knock him out or decision him late with a knockout if he does. It's, but this is a close fight. I think this is a really close fight, though. I really do. I think I think early on, Jake could win the rounds. I do because Anderson does have a tendency to let fight to let rounds go sometimes. But as this fight plays out, if it was six rounds, I would lean a little bit more towards Jake. I, I think as a, I don't. You know, that sounds crazy, right? But like, because Jake's the younger, he's got more cardio. I don't know, man. This is a tough one. I'm leaning Anderson though. It's just for me, it's hard for me to fathom that a guy that was once regarded as the best striker on the planet Earth is going to let somebody that uh, he's got some skills, right? But he's not nowhere near the level of striking that Anderson is, even in boxing, in my opinion. I just don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's got it. And I think there's a lot of ground to make up on the Jake Paul side for technique wise. Uh, Jake Paul is good. He's strong. He hits hard. 
Uh, and I think he's got all the makings to be something really special in this sport. And I don't mean like Canelo level. I just mean like as a brand in itself. But it's hard for me to fathom that he's going to be able to make up all the technical ground that Anderson has over him. If you want to see Anderson box, watch his fight with uh, Cesar Chavez Jr. He can box. He can box, man. Even watch his fights in the UFC. The dude's been boxing for years, bro. You know, go back to Anderson Silva. This guy has been fighting the elite of the elite of the elite for 20 plus years. Let's just look. I mean, we're talking about obviously Tito Uriah Hall, young athletic striker. Jared Cannonier just lost for the title, lost the decision to, to arguably the guy that has passed the torch, right? Like, is now the new Anderson Silva in Israel Adesanya. Derek Brunson. Fucking fought Daniel Cormier, Michael Bisping, Chris Weidman twice in a row, Nick Diaz. I, I got more. Keep going. Uh, Chael. Yushin Okami was a gangster when they fought. Vitor was a stud when they fought. Chael again. Damian Maia was dangerous. Force Griffin in his prime. Uh, dude, keep going. There's more. Uh, dude, he's been fighting Rich Franklin, Dan Henderson. Rich Franklin again. Like, And even before the UFC, he's been fighting the cream of the crop for a long, long, long time. Okay, how much are we putting on him? That's what I want to know. Surely you're going to play him, right? I'm going to play him. Minus I have to. 140? At that line, I have to play him. I have it. You know what? I need to go back and watch Silva and Cesar Chavez Jr. Because that was a split decision. I don't remember that fight being that close. I remember, I remember, if I remember that fight correctly, Anderson pitched a shutout and he almost got fucked by the judges. If I remember correctly. Like, it wasn't close in my brain, but then a split decision came and we're like, what? But I got to rewatch that. So uh, that's a fun fight, right? I love fights like the, the novelty fights. Like these are fights that are intrigued. They intrigue me because there's a lot of X factors, a lot of things we don't know. Is Jake Paul really a good boxer? Is Anderson Silva too old? There's so many unanswered questions. I can't wait till this fight happens. Uh, October 29th, is that right? Yes. October sir. 29th, 187 pounds, three and one boxer, Anderson Silva versus five and no Jake Paul. Can't wait to get it. Uh, can't wait to get it going, guys. If you like our content, we get a ton of comments. The best thing you guys can do: like, comment, and then also uh, subscribe. Have a good one.